This is your KRDO News Radio on demand news update. A man on parole facing multiple robbery charges following his arrest in Colorado Springs. Police say that Richard Weiser was suspected of robbing five local businesses, including Dutch Bros, Coffee, and GameStop. Police arrested the suspect yesterday while investigating a stolen vehicle call. Weiser had been arrested in May on several cell phone store robberies and escaped arrest in September by ramming two police vehicles. One person is dead following a crash involving a dump truck yesterday morning. Colorado Springs police were called to Las Vegas and Janitel where the truck collided with another vehicle. Police say that the smaller car slid across the center line right into the path of the truck. The victim's identity has not been released. A judge is refusing to dismiss a lawsuit filed by a Pikes Peak area developer seeking more than $400 million in damages from a former El Paso County investigator. KRDO's Josh Helmuth with details. Ray Marshall was accused of embezzling more than a million dollars from the city of Colorado Springs, but had those charges dismissed in 2009 and again in 2020. Marshall is suing Linda Dix in federal court, claiming the former investigator for the district attorney's office fabricated evidence while withholding other evidence that could have helped his lawyers. The judge ruled earlier this month that Dix could be liable for damages and said the case could proceed. Josh Helmuth, KRDO News Radio. Governor Polis showing his support for the survivors of the mass shooting that took place here in Colorado Springs. It's powerful to see the spontaneous tributes uh, here at Club Q. Polis visited the memorial placed outside of Club Q yesterday, telling media representatives that the shooting would have a lasting effect on the victims. Polis said the club would eventually reopen and that the city would recover and feel safe again. He also urged an end to anti-LGBTQ rhetoric, saying that there is no excuse for attacking people over who they love. The man who helped subdue the suspected shooter at Club Q, getting a substantial reward, and Credit Union presented a check for $50,000 to Army veteran Richard Fierro yesterday at an event at his Colorado Springs brewery. Come on, I'm a soldier. I don't, I don't make that kind of money. So that, this stuff's all new to me, and I, we'll figure out what's going on with it. But I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here to get rich. I, I went to a club. That's all I did. The big check part of the Credit Union's first ever Community Advocate Award, Governor Polis, along with Colorado Springs Mayor John Southers, among those who congratulated Fierro at that event. The families of the victims of the Club Q shooting are now releasing details on how the community can pay their respects at funeral services. The family of Kelly Loving is planning a memorial service in Mississippi, near where she grew up. Her service will be open to the public. The family of Daniel Aston, a bartender at Club Q, is currently in the planning process of his memorial service and says more details will be released soon. As for Ashley Paw, her family is holding funeral services in La Junta. Those will only be open to family, friends, and local community members. They're hoping to have a small ceremony and would like their public to respect those wishes. Derek Rump will be buried in Pennsylvania, where he grew up. The families were going to have services on Zoom as well, and they welcome public officials who want to attend. Finally, Raymond Vance's family is planning both public and private services this week in Colorado Springs. Viewings will be tomorrow from 4 to 8 p.m. and Friday from 4 to 8 p.m. Anyone who would like to pay their respects is welcome. On Saturday at 4.30, the family is inviting the public for a dove release, followed by a candlelight vigil from 6 to 8 at the Swan Law Funeral Home. Proposed merger between Albertsons and Kroger, the parent companies of Safeway and King Supers respectively, facing heavy scrutiny in Washington this week. Kroger wants to buy out Albertsons, but first they need the Federal Trade Commission to approve that deal. In a Senate hearing yesterday, lawmakers grilled the CEOs of both companies, wanting to know what that merger would mean for consumers, workers, and competitors. Kroger argues that being able to compete more aggressively with Walmart would drive prices down, but UCCS economists Tatiana Bailey believes that the merger would likely do the opposite, giving too much 
much power to few owners. What you have with oligopolies is only a few major players and they can just watch each other's prices. So if one, you know, if one of those players increases prices, usually the other, you know, one or two players do the same thing. If that merger gets the green light, it would be completed by 2024. A national park in southern Colorado is requiring masks inside all park buildings due to high COVID-19 transmission rates. Great Sand Dunes National Park and Preserve has made masks mandatory regardless of vaccination status. The park is located in Alamosa County, one of the 17 counties in the state with high levels of community transmission. The county's COVID-19 positivity rate is just under 14 percent, nearly two points higher than the statewide rate. Another cool day on tap, although we're going to be warmer than where we got yesterday. Temps still 10, 15 degrees below that average for this time of the year. Plenty of sunshine, dry conditions. That's the good news. A few upper level clouds, that limiting factor, keeping those temperatures on the cooler side for your day today. Big changes by tomorrow, 60s making a return region-wide. Plenty of sunshine, dry conditions. Looks like a nice end to that work week is on tap. From the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Joe Rook. Get news traffic weather live on KRDO's morning news weekday mornings from 5 to 9. KRDO's afternoon news weekday afternoons from 4 to 7. On KRDO News Radio or anytime at krdo.com.